Welcome to Unstoppable You with Christine Patton. Does it seem like something could be holding you and your business back from your dream of great success? Can you put your finger on what that is? In today's show, you'll learn the tools and patterns that will guide you toward the success that you dream of. Now, here is your host, Christine Patton. Hello, hello everyone. It's Thursday, October 29th, 2020, and welcome back to Unstoppable You. This is a show where we discuss lasting strategies in empowerment, resilience, and passion to conquer the game of business and life because you are your business. I'm so glad you're here today. I have an amazing guest with me today. She's Deborah Rosman, who is the president and co-CEO of the HeartMath Institute. But before I introduce her, I'd like to remind you about the contest, the exciting contest I'm running for you listeners. You need but listen to the episodes and engage with me and my Facebook pages with an answer to the question that I pose on the show to receive a free module of coaching for my most popular coaching programs, one from the empowerment module or the resilience module. Now, this is two, three months of coaching at a value of $1,500. So you can go to my website, at powerwithin.ca, and check out my elite performance plan. You can leave your comments on either of my Facebook pages. I have many of those. Don't ask me why. Power Within Coaching or at my personal page, Chris Patton. And I'm looking forward to learning about what you're learning and benefiting from in these episodes to create a more unstoppable you. Now, last week, we all had the great pleasure of learning from Scott Patton, who talked to us about the effect of renewing emotion on our physiology, how our body uses energy as currency, how to exercise our choice point of thought and emotion to create not only a better mindset, but better health and vitality in the body. And this is measurable. He spoke about the wonderful work HeartMath is doing in the world today. And today, we're blessed to have Deborah Rosman here from the HeartMath Institute itself. Hi, Deborah. How are you today? Hi, Christine. Wonderful to be here with you. Oh, and it's so beautiful to look into your smiling face and just to feel the beautiful coherence that you radiate, my friend. It's really lovely. I'd like to bring people into understanding you know, kind of the depth and breadth of heart math and you and your work there. So I thought I would read your bio just to get it all in. Or do you want me to ask you? Like, it's your choice. No, it's up to you. It's whatever you'd like. Okay. Okay. So I'll read it and then we'll get into it uh, as we go through the interview. How's that sound? All right. Okay. Deborah Rosman, PhD, is the president and co-CEO of HeartMath Inc. and HeartMath LLC. She's a behavioral psychologist who helped develop HeartMath's training programs to facilitate creating a more resilient, coherent, and heart-based world at home, at work, and patients. HeartMath training and certification programs teach scientifically validated techniques for developing emotional self-regulation skills and internal energy management for health and well-being, building personal resilience and coherence, and enhancing creativity and innovation. HeartMath Inc. also developed the award-winning M-Wave and Interbalance HRV coherence feedback technologies to help individuals and teams achieve heart-brain synchronization for team building and leadership training, improve decision-making, and performance. And to learn more about that, you can go to heartmath.com or heartmath.org. Is that, that one that, still that works too? Heartmath.com is the organization that works with businesses and organizations.org does the research. Ah, okay. So there's two options. That's great. Yeah. 
Deborah also co-authored with HeartMath founder Doc Childry the Transforming Book Series published by New Harbinger. The series includes four titles, including Transforming Stress, Transforming Anger, Transforming Anxiety, and Transforming Depression. She also co-authored Heart Intelligence, Connecting with the Intuitive Guidance of the Heart. Deborah is the key spokesperson for the HeartMath system, giving media interviews and keynote addresses on how heart coherence can accelerate personal growth and expand consciousness. She has appeared in documentary films, numerous telesummits. She's here today. She's hosted webinars with Dr. Daniel Allman, author of Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, who wrote the foreword to HeartMath's Brain Fitness Program, and with trauma specialist Dr. Bessel van der Kelk on healing trauma with heart rate variability training. She's a member of the Transformational Leadership Council and is on the advisory board of the Transformative Technology Lab. She enjoys hiking in the Redwood Forest where she lives, tending her rose garden of 40 vintage roses and exploring fun new apps. That's awesome, Tevra. I'm so blessed that you're here. Um, last time we talked, uh, there was some excitement around the HeartMath uh, headquarters with fire. Uh, yeah. Everything's fine now? Jeepers. Everything's fine. We are having to, uh, you know, rep- place refrigerators, clean the smoke, and all the afterness that happens after there's been a wildfire in your area. But uh, business goes on and all is well. A great opportunity to practice resilience and coherence, huh? Our tools were invaluable while we were evacuated for 30 days plus. And watching the news reports that were like one day, oh, there's no help, not enough firefighters, they're going to let the town go. And we thought our facilities were going. And then finding out that wasn't really true. There were rumors. But I'll tell you, the Boulder Creek, where we are from in California, in the Redwood Mountains here near Santa Cruz and Silicon Valley, Right. the volunteer firefighters did an amazing job of just really holding the fire back and saving uh, so many homes and businesses in the whole area. Actually, HeartMath Company sponsored a whole fundraiser to get funds to the volunteer firefighters on GoFundMe as well because they didn't get paid. They're volunteers, and they just work for 30-plus days to extinguish the wildfires. And that's true of a lot of different uh, fire departments throughout the West. I don't know that people even know that, that there's many, many that are volunteers. So they really are heroes. Absolutely. And this summer, particularly, uh, I'm in British Columbia. And while we had pockets of fires happening around our province, nothing like what was going on in California, Oregon and Washington. And in fact, we had here a week of smoke coming from the states with the southern flow of air that sometimes uh, comes up here. And, you know, I felt I felt anxious myself just from having the smoke in the air and I wasn't even experiencing the fires here you know it's it's been it's been a terrifying year let's face it I mean COVID wasn't enough the rioting and looting in California wasn't enough and I know there's lots going on all around the world so you had to have a fire too (laughs) I just think yeah and you know with the there's a big change happening it's a shift and according to your perspective is where you go oh my goodness you know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket yeah. or whether you 
have another perspective, which is possible when you get into this heart coherent state we're talking about, we're going yes. to be talking about, mm-hmm. where you start to see there's a waking up going on and all this stuff that's been underneath has to come forth in order for there to be a higher awareness resolution. And that's the beautiful part of what's happening. But if you don't have tools and methods to get yourself back in sync and centered, it can look pretty dismal. And the stress is only going to keep increasing as the shift continues until more and more of us wake up and really connect with our hearts, our integrity, and step into making choices that are best for the whole. Very good. Very well said. Um, you know, when I say to people, what's happened is really a gift. <laughs> people are horrified. By that. What do you mean this is a gift? Well, I, again, it's that mindset. It's the shift in thinking that, you know, maybe we weren't doing things properly and maybe we could improve. And so, and some, and as we talked about before we got on here today, sometimes until you're knocked to the ground, you don't realize that there are things you need to pick up and run with in your life and to learn and to, and to put into practice, right? That's true for most people, whether it's a health crisis, a relationship crisis, um, workplace crisis, a shock to the system. And that's when people tend to finally really go deep in the heart for the answer, as the saying says, or to really reevaluate what's important for them, what's going to make them feel some inner alignment, some inner peace. And what's happening is the whole world is on pause with the pandemic and the political divisiveness and all the weather events going on. It's a huge global focus on go deeper what do you really value what's really important and until we make that shift to heart direction only love is can handle this the mind without the heart's input has created this mess exactly it needs the heart's connection where we are all connected and where we all are best selves to be able to come forth and I, i look at this as the whole evolutionary thrust that's happening Perfect. This evolution is just pushing us to move forward and see that we're all truly connected. We're all part of one body, one planet that we share. And it becomes obvious that we need to care for each other and have more compassion and kindness because we really see each other as who we are ourselves. And that's the big shift that's happening. <laughs> It truly is. Um, it makes me think of what um, Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about. He's not the only one, but I, I love his work. And he says, you know, we're coming out of that chrysalis and t- in order to become the butterfly. And we know, well, we don't know, um, but we're told that the, the DNA of the, um, the larva of the uh, caterpillar, um, the body dissolves and then becomes the butterfly out of that same DNA. And this is us. We're going through that chrysalis period. This is what we're being prepared for is to be able to become that butterfly, that beautiful butterfly, and to open up our heart space. Um, I really, right. really it's like a blueprint. that. It's a blueprint. And if we can learn to use our, our scintillating minds to really connect with the heart which is needed to be able to read the blueprint 
that gives us security like oh i see what's happening i understand more what's going on and what's so inspiring to me you don't always see this in the news because the news no. is very filtered to stimulation and what's going to get people riled up basically with a little inspiration thrown in but you see people waking up everywhere in businesses you see leaders coming together realizing we have to do something that is more for the wholeness or it's going to hurt us you know people waking up to that blueprint and it's not like they can read it but they can see it, sense it and feel it and you feel it so yeah. much hope you can feel it and you see young people waking up sure there's many who don't see anything and are just really hopeless and depressed and suicidal and think the world is you know the climate change issues all the problems we have you know but there's a there's the people waking up who are wanting to help educate and inspire and facilitate others and then there's people who are scared it's really about opening the heart and love or fear and closing down Exactly. And then it's one of two. It's fear or love. So I, I was thinking about this as you were talking is it's like we're all the whole world's in class, you know, Absolutely. and you, you can really take comfort in the fact that all of us are going through this. There's nobody that missed this. This isn't this isn't some energy that just addressed us because we're bad people and other people are good people or there, there's no everyone's on the same playing field. Right. You know, it's the same football game. And so. Um, there's really comfort in that, I think. I mean, and I'm, I'm just helping people reach for ideas that can that can make them feel right. better and, and warm That's the heart about this. And so we're, we're all in class and we're all learning and we're all doing it a different way because we're all unique and special. Um, but the bottom line is we all, we, we're all doing this. So it's, uh, it's kind of addressing everything at the same time. Which can be overwhelming, but I'd like to get into the the heart math movement is what I call sure. it. First things first, everybody asks me, "Oh, heart map, heart math, what <laughs> what is that?" And and so, can you explain that and help us out? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's heart math, like mathematics. M A T H. An oxymoron to a lot of people, like putting those two concepts together. Right. But obviously, it was very intentional. Because when we first started our research at the HeartMath Institute, the nonprofit uh, research and education organization, and we began researching how the heart, brain, and nervous system talk to each other with the idea of creating a simple set of tools and technologies based upon research and science that can help people get the mind, emotions, and um, their spirit, if you will, heart, mind, and emotions aligned rather than in conflict with each other, which is the source of stress. Right. Stress happens when our perceptions and our feelings and our, our sense of who we are all out of whack and out of balance. And right. so we see stress increasing and increasing. And our founder, Doc Childry, who's a stress researcher, really could see, and this was in the 19, early 1990s, 90s. really right. could foresee a dramatic increase in stress occurring through all the technology and people can't keep up with all that and the information overload and also just what that could bring in terms of uh, stress to individuals. Right. And, of course, we see it's a lot more than that, the stressors going on now. But um, that's how we started our research. And he wanted to create a simple system based upon what we found 
that would help people once you're in that alignment you are more sensitive to the intuitive signals and they really are an aspect of your heart you know the sayings listen to your heart follow your heart go deep into your heart for the answer these are not just metaphors and that's part of what our research and other researchers found that the heart our physical heart and our energetic or feeling heart are truly connected. And they're connected in ways that inform how the brain perceives. And that was fascinating. And it was published first in the American Journal of Cardiology in 1995, some of our breakthrough research. Which oh, we'll as early about. as that. Okay. As early as that. Wow. And then we developed training programs for business, for the military, for health professionals for schools and teachers based upon those findings, heart map techniques and tools. So the math of the heart, which is why we chose that, takes the heart out of this touchy-feely, sweet, philosophical, poetic association. Right. Puts it into, grounds it into, this is a real part of our system that we can learn to engage with to help release stress, anxiety, trauma, and actually send different signals to the brain that can open up bigger picture thinking. You know, I, I like that because um, a lot of my clients are thinking individuals, let's just say, and um, have the ability to really be rational and, and analyze. And, and they want a credible, reason-based something that they can believe in. And, you know, many are put off with the woo-woo stuff. And I, and I, and I get that. Um, but this isn't. This is completely based in um, science, research. Uh, I tell my clients, you know, the research, and correct me if I'm wrong, Deborah, of course, um, research is carried out in teaching hospitals, university colleges, independent yeah. laboratories, in addition to, to heart math laboratories. There's over 400 independent, not ours, peer-reviewed, published papers in credible journals on the heart math research and how it's been applied in so many situations from developing intuitive discernment and improving decision-making to Navy SEALs and special forces who use it to increase situational awareness and make better choices in the heat of the moment to building resilience to schools where kids can learn it, to how to regulate and manage their emotional reactions, which we all need today, and many, many more. We do. I, I took part in. I'm a trained. Uh, I'm a, a trainer with HeartMath, and um, I also had the opportunity to get involved in a social, emotional learning. Um, environment and got a certificate. And I love the point about all of that. Was I love how we're now. Oh, I, the word arming comes to mind, and I don't like that, but we're, we're um, educating children, like little kids, into paying attention to their inner weather and, and how, to, how to have those conversations and, and to tell kids it's okay to feel what you're feeling. You know, I think many of us have been so conditioned out of emotion. You know, we went through that rational mind period where that's all that's necessary to live your life and in business, et cetera, et cetera. And we were conditioned to really repress 
suppress and set aside how we felt about things. But that's the biggest educator. You know, emotions are the primary drivers of our physiology. And there's a reason for them. They're good. They're teaching us something about ourselves. You like this. You don't like this. This is good for you. This is not good for you. And so I love that emotion is coming back in and we're helping our children fundamentally coming to that understanding that how they feel is okay. It's what they do with it and what the feelings mean, right? Right. Absolutely. I mean, again, they're a power source. You need them saying, and if you're stuffing that down, you're really disempowering yourself and creating more ongoing stress and health problems because it really changes the hormonal and immune response. But people didn't have tools. They didn't know what to do. Right. Mind doesn't know how to manage the emotions, which it's not designed to do. That's a job for the heart. And that's a lot of what our research has shown is that there's a way to engage the power of the heart and the intelligence of the heart mind together to really realign the emotions or understand what they're trying to tell us. Right. It really is a logical pursuit at the end of the day, right? It's a logical pursuit to something that we feel. And and that's what I love. Let's go back for a moment. Let's talk about the founder, Doc Childry. You told me a little bit about, um, you know, his vision uh, when he was starting this and how he came to this. And I think it's important for people to understand this journey that we're all on. And we all have a starting point and it's not all the same. Often, like you said, it's a health crisis. It's a business crisis, financial crisis, relationship crisis that drives us to that place to get better, to learn something, to understand why something happened. Right. So tell me about that. Well, as Doc has told me, and that's his nickname, his father was Doc Childry, one of the founders of the Grand Old Opry back in the 40s. Okay. And he explained how he had some health issue, and he was looking for remedies, and he was in North Carolina. There weren't a lot of alternative uh, choices at that time. And as he began to search, he began to meditate and he began to go within and had this vision of basically the role of the heart on human evolution. And not just the physical heart, but the energetic heart and that it was really an intelligence system at the heart of everything. The heart actually is the first organ to develop in the embryo before the brain or anything else and of course we know it's the life force we don't know what starts a beating and when it stops everything else stops so he was really curious about that but he saw this intelligence and knew that it was the next level of human evolution that we had to go through this development of mind that we've been developing for thousands of years but the mind couldn't go any farther. It reached the ceiling without the input of the heart's intelligence system consciously. And that's something we intentionally have to activate. It's through choice that we go to the heart. And yes. that feelings like love, care, compassion, what we've always called heart qualities in every major culture of the world or religion, they all value these qualities of the heart because they're what connect us to something bigger as well as to each other. And they also, he had this vision, and then we began to research it in the lab with other researchers from Stanford and UC Berkeley of how the heart communicates 
when it feels these feelings to the brain and body and what happens, what changes happen. Because we're talking about love, activating and choosing love. And when that happens, the body dramatically shifts. The heart rate pattern shifts. That what the heart, which has its own independent internal nervous system, signals the brain. The brain shifts. The hormone shift. The immune system shifts. So love isn't just a sweet thing to do. Yes, exactly. It aligns and informs the next potential of harmony and resonance in the whole body. And that's the key to resilience. That was blow away to him to have the vision and then realize he wanted to create a simple user-friendly system based upon research of how the heart and brain and nervous system and spirit, if we could measure that, talk to each other and be able to provide that to all aspects of life. That's brilliant. Um, Man, to have that vision, to be that clear and to set the intention to have that vision. Um, I thought this was really interesting. Um, Scott, last week, talked to us about one of the studies that HeartMath did. And it just, to me, it just brings it really clearly to our audience today. The study was called The Impact of a New Emotional Self-Management Program on Stress, Emotions, Heart Rate Variability, DHEA, and Cortisol. And uh, HeartMath did a study with 45 people for one month. They used 15 people as controls, and then 30 people were taught the uh, heart lock-in and cut-through techniques Um, And after one month of practicing these resilience techniques, and none of them were spiritual gurus, ascended masters, or anybody experiencing this. They'd never done this before. After one month, the ones who who, uh, practiced the techniques enjoyed, get this, a 23% decrease in cortisol, so a measurable um, decrease but this is even more exciting, 100% increase in DHEA. So essentially, they doubled whatever DHEA they had in their body. And DHEA, as you and I know, is the vitality hormone. It's, it's what keeps us looking young and, and vital, and it's the energy hormone. Um, this is the point that I really think is important to make, and that is this is inst well maybe not instant but it's within a reasonable amount of time you have measurable results in your body right people need to know that oh yeah and we very because we're the heart math institute's very assessment driven when we go into businesses we do pre and post assessments and we see dramatic changes within six weeks and a baseline shift which we six weeks wow Mm -hmm. If it didn't happen that quick, we wouldn't have that much hope for ourselves or the world of like, oh, do I have to go meditate in a cave for 30 years? No, you don't. (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing I I like is this doesn't necessarily mean two hours of meditation every day. This is five to, I mean, what I was taught was five to 15 minutes, three to four days a week. You will shift your baseline. And the key, though, is what you do then in between, because when you start to feel the draining effects of a reaction or stress, using an in-the-moment heart math technique is critical, or else you drain the energy you need, and then you go meditate or do a heart a longer period to try to recoup that. What we want to do to change baseline is in-the-moment shift, and that's the power of the heart. That that's the key. No, absolutely. Um, 
So we have a couple minutes, but we have to before we have to go on our commercial break. Does HeartMath have like a, a mission? Oh yes, our mission is to help activate the heart of humanity. Oh, beautiful! social, and global. Beautiful. And we're doing moving forward on all those fronts as best we can. Oh, and I think you're doing amazing work. Um, and everybody uses the heart mass system. Um, I mean, you mentioned the military, police forces, fire departments, business, education, hospitals, right? Individuals, yep. And everybody. individuals. We're in, we, we started with the intention to see how we could work in every market because the languaging has to be a little different especially right. in Silicon Valley where everybody was in their head, they needed the science to understand why you should focus here and it's not touchy-feely and how to shift. And so we learned the languaging for different age groups of kids, preschool through college, and different markets, depending upon what people's mindsets are. So that was fun exploration for 10 years, and then it just exploded as people have been using it with pre- and post-assessments. That helps yes. validate. If you do this, you're likely to get these results. And that motivates a lot of people because then they do see those results. Absolutely. I mean, we are results-driven uh, human right. beings. That's the way that goes. Well, we're heading for a commercial break. To our listeners, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more from Deborah Rosman, who's the president and co-CEO of the HeartMath Institute. And in a moment, we're going to find out more about how you can become a more effective creator of coherence in your life. Be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Unstoppable You. To reach Christine Patton or her guest on the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email during the week to chris at powerwithin.ca. Now, back to Unstoppable You. And we're back for those just tuning in. I'm here with Deborah Rosman, the president and co-CEO of the HeartMath, Inc., We've been learning the nuts and bolts of the organization, and now I think it would be fun to talk about what the HeartMath system is all about, um, how to become a more effective creator of coherence. Does that sound good? It does. Okay. Now, when I use the term, or anyone uses the term, the HeartMath system, uh, what does that mean in a nutshell? Sure. Well, the HeartMath system is a kind of a bucket word for combining the research the techniques that came out of the research and been refined through user testing and more research and us more assessments to make them as universally applicable and as simple and effective as possible. And the methodologies, there's tools, HeartMap tools, like how do you shift in the moment and what right. do you do and strategies for becoming more coherent, which we'll talk about in a minute. And technology. And so based upon the research on heart rate variability, which is the beat to beat to beat changes in heart rate, you can actually see that happening and with a heart biofeedback type of device, which we have called the inner balance or the M wave. And you can watch as you use a heart math technique, your HRV or heart rhythm actually shift in real time. So when you're feeling frustrated or anxious, or worried, or all those stressful emotions, there's a real chaotic rhythm in the HRV, and you see it. And then when you use one of the techniques that have been validated, and you actually can watch your heart rhythm change to this smooth, coherent sine wave pattern in real time, in just a few seconds sometimes, less than a minute, and how that powers up a change in how you feel, how you think, you might be looking at a situation one way in a sort of down slant way, and then you get your heart rhythms in this synchronized coherent mode, and suddenly you see another possibility. That is power. That's your power. You're doing it. The technology isn't doing it to you. Using a technique to get your heart, brain, nervous system in sync or in this coherent mode to power up your higher capacities. And so the system is the whole process, assessments, tools, technology, techniques, and understanding how it works, the research, why it works. So that's what we call the heart math. Beautiful explanation. Um, we talked before we, we came back on uh, or this morning um, <clears throat> about using the M-Wave, and I was telling you that I, I, yeah. um, I use it every morning, um, 15 minutes, and then I do a five-minute game to do a visualization. And and I have to say, my life has changed considerably over the six years I've been doing this. Um, and so it's, I, I tell my clients, it's it's the trainer 
because when you are watching the performance of your heart on the screen, and, and, and as I was saying to you, the last couple of days, I have had difficulty getting out of low coherence and the normal higher numbers that I'm used to. And so it's just funny. It makes me think. So, you know, what's going on in my life? Um, how can I think about things differently? What's happening in my body? You know, am I getting sick? Am I feeling good? Um, it's just, um, it's, it's really that internal motivator to see the results on the screen, um, low coherence, you, there's something that is not connecting within you, or it just happens to be what's happening that day and learning to just be resilient and get through it, right? Or really that beautiful feeling when you are in alignment, you know, you've got the high numbers and you're watching your system in heart coherence, high heart coherence. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And the reason we tell people to do it in the morning, right, is to set the tone for the day. Mm-hmm. kind of sets the, the ease, the grace and ease as you go into your day. And to connect with that during the day is so powerful. Absolutely. Well, when you get into that heart rhythm coherence, there's low, medium, and high coherence like you're talking about in the technology and wave of inner balance, uh, which is the portable uh, technology and for your uh, smartphone or tablet. Right you get in sync and it starts to build on itself. So there's a carryover effect into your day. Or some people also use it before bed if they have a trouble sleeping. Perfect, yes. Because there's a carryover effect of coherent rhythm which harmonizes your system, mental, emotional, physical. And so if you can move from that state into your day, you have more emotional balance and poise to prevent or reduce stress reactions because you're just kind of riding above it, not in an aloof way, but because you're bigger than that and you don't personalize it as much. So it is a trainer and you, it doesn't end. It keeps awakening. Like, I mean, I've been using HeartMath tools for since the start and I was already a 20-year meditator before that and it took me to deeper levels because the heart doesn't end you keep opening to new inspiration, new intelligence, new intuition. But it's that moment-to-moment inner guidance that little thoughts or feelings or sense or voice people experience it differently that prompts you, go this way, don't go that way. Uh, yes. That keeps you in a flow. Because you can hear your intuition, right? Intuitive, we call it the heart's intuitive guidance because the research shows that it really does start here. Even if it's a gut feeling, it starts here. You're just not experiencing it here. As you practice the heart map tools, you start to connect right with the source. And then the heart signals the brain. It doesn't start here either, other than your intention may start here. But how the body works, when you get that intuitive knowing, that inner signal, it's really starting in your heart knowing, heart feeling. You know, and I, and even more than in the moment, it's kind of uh, what I love is the overall effect and how your life just overall yeah. becomes nicer, um, calmer. You're just more at ease, generally speaking. I've often called it the Teflon personality, and it's you're right, Deborah. It's not being aloof. It's just not even really encountering the negative small effects, the things that used to get under your skin right. just don't irritate you as much or at all anymore. You don't see that that stuff because you've just, you've focused on a different 
way of being and your expectation shift and the, the, the whole overall 360 degree shift that you feel is really where we want to go. Um, and that choice point, it's difficult, I think, to make that cho- that better choice to be in love, not fear, to choose positivity over negativity, whatever that is. It's hard to make that choice when you're really riddled with anxious feelings, right? So, yeah, the more you can be in that a more a firm, balanced, grace and ease feeling, generally during your day, you have that opportunity to hear your intuition, hear yourself talk to you and, and make that choice. That's right. Well, you want to reset your system. It's like rebooting your computer. Right. And it's, you know, when it's out of sync, it's not working or functioning very well. That's when we feel the feedback inside of stress or angst or tension or anxiety. And if we don't know how to release it, we can medicate it. Sometimes that lifts us above it, but usually just suppressing the cause. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is reboot and reset so your heart, brain, nervous system are now realigned. That frees you up so that you really can re- let go of a stress trigger. You really can, like the saying, water off a duck's back. Or you have new perspectives, whether it's intuitive or just higher cognitive clarity of how to address a situation. But that's yeah. what we want. We all want more intelligence, but it's not intellectual intelligence. It's or emotional intelligence, some call it, but it's truly physiologically heart-directed insight because that's what harmonizes us with life. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you know what I've noticed? When I feel good in my body, my mood <coughs> is different. And yeah. then, you know, when my mood is different, I feel better in my body. It's just that positive That's how feedback. we're designed to be. You become more of who you really are. Yeah. When we feel depressed or anxious or frustrated or it's worried, not us. judgmental, blaming, we, that's not who we are, even though that's a way of trying to release the, the stress, release the blocked energy. And that's what we see going on in the world a lot right now. People yes. follow whatever social media feed they have, and that helps develop their worldview and it can get more frustrating, more fearful, more angry, and then it has to outgate somewhere. And that's what we see happening. And people have hope that something different is going to relieve them of that or relieve us of that as a society. And so you see this tremendous polarization and biases going on rather than a heart-to-heart connection of what concerns you. What are, you know, well, we really care about understanding each other's views and feelings without all that fear and trauma coloring it. And that has to go there for us to solve our social problems. There is really no other way but really learning to connect in the heart and connect and understand each other. Everything else is sort of like a, um, you know, a, a storefront over what's really going on inside i like that um and when you look at the biological human organism we are meant to be in community we are not meant to be alone and so anything that helps us to connect i think is really valuable and really do we want to be informed by programs designed 
to keep us in fear and, and anxious and stressed. No, we'd rather be informed by our own hearts and by other people who are loving and kind, I, I would hope. Um, one comment I wanted to make, you know, listening to the intelligence of your body, your heart and your body, um, and we, and we can talk more about, I'd like to get into a little bit of the physiology, but we have neurons and, and neuron-like cells. Um, so neurons, for, for those who don't understand, are the cells endemic to the brain and the nervous system. They can carry an electrical charge, basically. Um, and so we, what HeartMath has found and other research has found is that we have sensory neurites in the ganglia of our heart. And I understand we have more neurons in our upper gut than we have in our entire spinal column. So those things about follow your gut, you know, follow your heart, think with your gut. What does your gut tell you? Really, we do think with those organs. Yeah, they're, they're oscillating little brains, you could say. And the little brain in the heart, uh, the intrinsic nervous system of the heart, was really only brought forth in research by in the book Neurocardiology in the 1990s. The 1990s was called the decade of the brain, but it was really also the decade of the heart. It's when it was discovered that the heart is actually a hormonal gland that produces as much oxytocin, the bonding hormone that we feel, as the brain and other hormones like serotonin. It produces that. It produces a balancing hormone called atrial natriotic peptide with receptors in the brain. So the heart as the heart rhythm becomes smoother and more coherent, it signals that uh, hormonal release that brings more balance to our thinking and our brain. But this intrinsic nervous system you're talking about in the heart actually is independent. This little brain is independent of our brain in the head, and it's actually sending more information to the head brain through the vagal nerve, telling the brain how the body feels and what to do, then the brain sends back to the heart. Right. And the, the heart knows how the body feels through different ways. It knows through these sensory neurons that can sense, feel, learn, and remember. It knows based upon the, how, the blood combinations and quality, the hormones. Everything comes and goes through the heart and through the blood, which is constantly pumped through the heart. Blood pressure waves. And there's also the energetic heart. I mean, we don't... We don't say I love you with all my head. <laughs> I haven't heard that. <laughs> we say I love you with all my heart. We feel those deep feelings here. The head isn't designed to have those sensory feelings except for a headache or sometimes right. you feel lifted there. The emotional experience is in the heart and the gut area. So that's informing the brain to go into a fight, flight, fright, stress response or to shut off our higher cortical functions so that we have all the energy we need to run from a threat. And that's learning how our physiology works. We then can engage with it. We then can actually learn how to change that inner pharmacy of neurochemicals that are released, like DHEA, the cortisol. And as we release those chemicals that balance the system, we actually are adding to our mood uplift and we're adding to our larger cognitive perception, the frontal lobes, the executive decision-making area. That's also the area responsible for compassion, empathy, seeing mirror neurons that see each other as ourselves. It's an undeveloped aspect of the human 
brain, but it's developed through activating the heart qualities, love, forgiveness, compassion, care, kindness. They are what bring out our higher nature, but are activate our higher brain potentials. So people always want to know, how can I have more brain capacity? It's the intellect has a ceiling until the heart is okay. developed and activates the higher frontal lobe centers. That's, oh, I learned, I learned a few things in there. Thank you for that education today. Um, you know, it, it takes me back to, um, you can't love anybody any more than you love yourself. So those feelings that you generate within yourself are what you can now give to somebody else. So if, if you've got an empty well, you've got nothing to give to somebody, right? That's right. That's right. And the beauty is when you feel love and you're in that heart coherent rhythm, it's bathing and being broadcast with every heartbeat to every cell of your body. Because you can pick up your pulse on your big toe or your finger. That's how powerful the heart is. And it is beating with every heartbeat information, not just blood, but information to every cell of your body about how you feel. So that heart rhythm pattern, if you're stressed or anxious or frustrated, that's being broadcast to every cell of your body with the neurochemicals and the hormones that go with it. You know, the stress hormones. If you're feeling love and kindness and care and compassion, that is being broadcast. So when I'm loving you, I'm loving myself. Yes. Now, there's times we need to direct that love directly to maybe a hurt part of ourselves or an old imprint or an old story to forgive, to release, to move on. But every time we are caring or loving or compassionate or feel those coherent heart qualities, they are bathing our whole system in that heart coherence. I love that. I've heard that kindness is a gift to ourselves. Um, Let's talk a little bit about now the heart field. Yeah. So let's how the energetic uh, relational qualities of this. Well, what's really interesting, starting with the research first, is that when we're feeling love, say, that coherent heart rhythm, that it's not only confined in the body, but the heart's electromagnetic field, which is produced by every heartbeat, ends up being like a radio transmitter, like radio waves that are radiating out from your heart the frequency of your feeling, your vibe. You know, people talk about, kids talk about, he's got bad vibes today, and her vibes are great. And that's real. It can be actually measured by a magnetometer up to three to five feet from the body. So we're always affecting everybody through that one field, that local field. And probably can be measured a lot farther, but instruments can't measure it. And we've actually seen that my heart rhythm pattern can show up in your brainwave pattern. Yes. The mother and the baby uh, study, for one. Exactly. Mothers and babies, even when we're not touching, that is communicated through the electromagnetic field. So the field is really important because we're constantly picking up each other's vibes or waves. And if you think about the stress waves on the planet now, the frequencies, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, the stress, it's broadcast daily through social media, hourly, broadcast on the news. 
And then just even in the energetic field of the planet with all the storms and fires and the disruptions going on, there's a lot of chaos, a lot of incoherence going on. And that affects us because not only are we radio transmitters, we're radio receivers. Exactly. We're picking it all up. We're picking it up. And sometimes your thoughts that sound crazy may not be your thoughts. They may be coming from another radio station. You know, if you really think of us, we're electromagnetic beings and everything is waves, sound waves, cell phone waves going through the field. What are we tuning to? Unconsciously, of course, most of it. But then sometimes we go, I just feel weird today and I don't know why. And I feel like two different people in the same body. One day I'm great and next day I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's not all you. But you can take power to rebalance yourself, reboot yourself. So if you put out more heart coherent waves, you're lifting yourself above all that. And you're like above the clouds, like in an airplane. And you're helping the environment, the energetic environment, helping to lift others. Exactly. Uh, and, and I love that part. This is really, this is really the important part. What, what are we here to do but love? Um, and I don't think there's anything higher, any higher people purpose. People say that, but they don't practice it because they don't know how. Exactly. And the moment you get overwhelmed, overloaded, anxious, and you go, love, what's that? And, you know, you conceptually believe it. But heart math is all about tools and skills for people to really know how to bro- practice broadcasting love and radiating love. And it anchors in that heart and coherence because there you can actually see the feedback and measure it and shift back to it. Because even with you, Christine, you probably breathing has gotten out of sync in some way. So just go back to step one, heart-focused breathing. And just kind of reboot your system into that rhythm. You'll start to see your coherence go up and then add the qualities of appreciation or care or love. And I have Mm -hmm. to do that. I have to reboot because in my job, I can get 20 things coming at me at once and get out of sync like anybody can. Yeah. I find it's my thoughts that take me off off track. Yeah. You know, because it's that very subtle shift into... Uh, thinking about what I have to do or just whatever. And, you know, I'll, I'll watch my coherence on the screen change and I'll think, oh, yeah, I just need to bring it back to my heart. Just simply breathe and then start warming it again with with um, something um, something in my portfolio. So I have I usually keep an updated portfolio of things that make me happy and people I love and, and that kind of thing. And that's what I tell my clients to do is create that portfolio. Love what you said. We call it a treasure chest with kids. Sure. What warms your heart? What can you appreciate? Appreciation is often the easiest heart quality to evoke in the moment. We all have something we love or appreciate, whether it's a pet, you know, when your child was first born, a time in nature, an accomplishment. Choose something that's easy for you to feel that warm heart. And that starts the heart coherence going. Then you can expand it and build on it. Oh, it's so true. That is so beautiful. Oh my goodness, I uh, there's so much here. I I'm just wondering. I usually leave a question of the day for the listeners, so something they can engage in. What could we, what could we leave with them today? Um, you know how how could how could you as a listener change your life tomorrow? What what could you do? What could we tell them? I think we could tell them to 
remember to shift to your heart. When you start to feel up here, stuck here, when you want to build resilience, focus here. Pretend like you're breathing slower through that area. And find something you're grateful for. It doesn't matter what or appreciate. And feel that genuine attitude, even if you can't feel the feeling, as you breathe through the heart. And you'll start to have more coherence and synchronize. And if, if you want to... Go to heartmath.com. There's techniques. The technology's there. Our holiday sale is starting soon. You know, you can actually get the technology and see what's happening. We call it the Inner Balance Trainer for a reason. And we have a free giveaway, the HeartMath Experience. And that is simple techniques. It's like a 90-minute film on introducing you to the power of your heart. And Or you can watch it in 10-minute segments. And if you go to heartmath.com, you can get that it's free. We're giving it away to help people during this time of the pandemic, the political strife, the climate strife. We all need to know that we have the power of our hearts within us, that we can choose to activate once we know how. And that helps the planet. Helps all of us. Thank you, Deborah. That is so beautiful. What a way to end. And HeartMath is just doing amazing work. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for this beautiful conversation we've had. We're all grateful for your time, your energy, and your expertise. You've educated me today, too. I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you, Christine, and thank you for your beautiful spirit and love. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners today. I'm so glad you were here. Make sure you check out the HeartMath website for more exciting information on how truly easy it is to create more resilience in your life and to feel better. Remember to engage with me on my Facebook pages, Power Within Coaching or Chris Patton, with your answer to the question of the day. Check out my website at powerwithin.ca. I'd love for you to like me while you're there. Next week, I will have the wonderful Layla Kamushian with me. She's an immigration lawyer practicing in Los Angeles, California. She has a unique approach to her practice of law and an interesting view on women in business today and how we can make business a little more livable. Don't forget to be here next week, November 5th, for another episode of Unstoppable You, where we learn lasting strategies of empowerment, resilience, and passion to conquer the game of business and life because you are your business. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unstoppable You. Please join Christine Patton for another edition of the program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, take what inspired you today, practice it, and watch how life unfolds for you on your path to success. We'll talk again next week. 